I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Welcome back in to Cougar Sports Saturday. We're getting to know this BYU basketball team who uh, unfortunately lost a rivalry game against the Aztecs. Right now, let's get out to a a player that you're going to see a lot of, and he showed some flashes early. It is Jackson Robinson, and Mitch Harper had a great conversation with Jackson Robinson back on Media Day. We're going to play that right now. And Jackson, what got you to BYU? I started out in Ada, Oklahoma, my freshman year of high school. Uh, I was there all three years. My third year or second year summer, uh, I played for Team Griffin, and that summer is kind of when all the recruiting started for me, Uh, became a four-star, things like that. And then I left and decided to go to Texas A&M a year early, which was a challenge. I was 17 as a freshman going in, and it was a tough year. We didn't do too good in the SEC so I decided to transfer, and I went to Arkansas, gave another shot. Coach Must believed in me. Uh, we won a whole bunch of games, got to Elite Eight. It was a good experience, but, I mean, I was looking for a bigger role, and I felt like Coach Pope gave that to me, so I'm excited to be here. It's exciting, and I'm curious. You mentioned uh, Musselman. Uh, big personality. Coach Pope's a big personality. Who, who's got the, the bigger personalities between the two? <laughs> I would probably say... Coach Pope, I'd have to say Coach Pope. Uh, he's a great guy. He loves everybody. He cares for everybody before or after any practice. He's going to check up on everybody while we're stretching every line. Just make sure everybody's doing good, make sure they don't need anything. I mean, he's just a great guy all around and couldn't ask for a better coach. When you were uh, coming out of the portal, when you, when you entered uh, that, that portal uh, after leaving Arkansas, who were, along with BYU, some of the schools that – that you were considering? Tulsa, Missouri State, Colorado State, and then BYU were my final four. And I might have threw Oklahoma in there too. Uh, so maybe a top five, but BYU came right out on top. So. And what did you like about BYU uh, from the visit and just what, what appealed to you about this place? Like I was kind of saying earlier, Coach Pope, that was the big thing for me. Uh, he believes in me, his staff believes in me. Uh, so it's just good having a staff that really believes in my talents and uh will let me grow and then just kind of being on the visit 
uh, kind of just felt like home, just being here. We had a scrimmage. We played in front of all these little campers. It was fun. It was a good environment. So after that, kind of playing with some of the guys on the court, I was like, I definitely want to play with them again. So it was a good experience for me. Was it uh, exciting at all because you still have three years of eligibility remaining? Was it exciting knowing that you know BYU is going to be playing part of the country that you're familiar with in the Big yeah. 12? Uh, yeah, for sure. Definitely have some family and friends come out to those type of games, stuff like that. It will be good just playing against the best competition in the country. Um, I feel like the Big 12 is the best league, so it will be fun. It will be fun. What's the expectations then? I mean, are you looking at this as a chance to maybe be in this starting lineup potentially on opening night? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel like that's the goal for everybody. Everybody works hard, so just making sure that you get that chance, working hard in practice, doing the little things, putting up extra shots, getting in an extra lift, uh, stretching, things like that, being in the training room, it all matters. It all translates to winning. And uh, just being at a winning program last year, it was just a good eye-opener to see what it takes to win. And you guys, I think if memory serves me right, you guys – beat Gonzaga in that Sweet 16. You're going to lend some uh, insight on how to take down the Zags this year in the WCC? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, it, no, nah, it'll be a good game. I'm excited for that game. I feel like everybody's just waiting on that one. It's the biggest one, so no, it'll definitely be exciting. Good atmosphere to play in. You speak of atmospheres. Uh, what do you know about the, the Marriott Center? I mean, you got a little bit of a taste on Midnight Madness. That was, yeah. even I was kind of like, man, this is, this is pretty good like for, for Midnight Madness. What do you think of, what do you know of the atmosphere at BYU? I mean, coming here, I didn't know too much about BYU, but kind of as I started to meet with Coach Pope when I had first met him and he was just explaining things to me, uh, he was telling me about how crazy the Marriott Center gets. If it's 19,000, it's usually almost sold out every game. Uh, the fans are loyal. And then the student section, the rock is crazy. So, I mean, like you said, I got a taste of it from, from Midnight Madness. So it was a good experience. For our listeners who and, and viewers who maybe aren't familiar with your game, what, what do you feel? Or I know it's always kind of awkward to, to talk about yourself because you want to probably prove it on the, on the court. But uh, just what are your strengths that you feel are, are your best attributes as a player? Defensively, I take pride in my defense. Uh, just being disruptive, getting deflections, steals taking the the charges, helping my teammates uh, on defense, talking loud, things like that. And then offensively, I shoot the ball from anywhere. And Coach Pope and the guys done a good job of building my confidence up and letting me kind of figure out my game. I think my game's kind of opened up since I've been here. I've been doing more things, getting outside my comfort zone, putting the ball on the floor a lot more, getting to the basket, shooting mid-range, things like that. So it's been good. And what what do you feel are kind of some of the – the characteristics of this team from what you've seen uh, in, in practices and training camp that uh, hope to see on, on game days the, this season? I would just say it's a lot of hungry people just looking to prove themselves and for this team. We're just wanting to win. We have a tough schedule this year. Um, it'll be fun. It's a little taste for what we'll get in the Big 12. So uh, just kind of competing out there and getting some wins. That's all that matters. Uh, and I think that's everybody's goal. Nothing happens unless you win. I mean, I've been at two different schools, three different schools. In the last two, I was on a losing team and a winning team. I mean, there's a big difference. There's a big difference. Is there a big difference uh, on, on the school side? BYU is always a pretty tough place academically. What's been the maybe the difference from your previous stops to the, maybe the academic workload here at BYU? I won't lie. Uh, my first like week or two here, I I was kind of letting the, the schoolwork catch up to me. Uh, it was getting tough, but I, I mean, I asked for help. Um, so we got some tutors to help me out and things like that. But now it's kind of getting 
a little bit easier for me, uh, just the workload with all the schoolwork and then practice, stuff like that. So it's been good. That's great to hear. Uh, what, what's the major? Uh, communications. Awesome. Communications. Good, good deal. And is there any uh, guys on the on the team that you've – I mean, you're probably close with, with a lot of the guys, but maybe uh, some guys on the team that you forced, formed uh, clo- clo- close bonds with uh, so far this season? I would probably say my roommate, uh, Rudy Williams. He's a great guy. Uh, he's a vet, so I'm definitely listening to anything he tells me. He's a good, great leader. He loves everybody, so it's just good to have somebody like that on our team. And then uh, Noah Waterman, transfer from Detroit Mercy, so he can shoot it. His length is crazy. He's got a ton of upside. I'm excited to play with him on the court and just kind of get going, but those two are my guys. Those two are my guys. And, you know, you bring up Rudy about his leadership. I was going to ask you about Rudy because uh, uh, he, he does seem like he has a, a presence just watching that first day of practice back in September and at Midnight Madness. Uh, it, it, it seems like he's – is he kind of the guy that, that leads this team right now? I think he does a good job in leading in, in some ways. I wouldn't say that there's only one guy that leads this team. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of guys that kind of lead in different ways. Everybody has their different ways of leading and kind of getting their point across. So – just kind of making sure that you're listening to everybody and taking all the information in. Everybody's kind of been in a different spot, so especially the vets. So it's just good to have their experience and kind of listen to what they have to say. Well, Jackson, uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you and get, getting to know you. Uh, welcome to BYU, and, and uh, best of luck to you this season and in your BYU career, and uh, looking forward to, to seeing you on the court this season. Thank you. Good stuff from Jackson Robinson and Mitch Harper. We'll take the break. We'll continue these interviews from Media Day as we get to know this BOU basketball team right here on Cougar Sports Saturday. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.